Crunch those Pringles. Oh, a Ritz cracker. You think it's better? A Pringle. Ritz. A Prangle would be the way to go. No. Do you not They're like not Pringles? Why don't you like Pringles? I think Pringles are delicious. A delicious potato mash that's molded into a very unique chip. Mm-hmm. I like Pringles. Stackable. But mostly just regular Pringles. Oh, you like the regular pranks. Yeah. <clears throat> what about what about the sour cream and onion pranks? <sighs> you know, as I've gotten older, I really feel like the originals of things are what I really want. You know, you're young and you experiment with like, you know, sharp cheddar. The Socros, the sour cream and onions. The Socros. So the Socro <laughs> Pringles. So gross. So gross. Wow. What about the uh, Salvais? Salt and vinegar? Yeah. You like the Salvais? <laughs> I like a uh, salt and vinegar kettle chip. I like the sharp flavor and then the sharp ass chip. What about Babuk? <laughs> Would you eat a Babuk? Pringle? Mm -mm. Pringles, I only want the original. Not even that pizza flavor, huh? No, pizza flavor is always garbage. Do you remember there were some chips that, I forget what they were called, they were just straight up pizza chips. There wasn't, this was the main, so if you want to talk about an original, like, I know that sometimes they add pizza flavors to something, but this okay. was just a straight up chip that was a pizza chip, and I loved them. I don't know that. What was that pizza chip from the 80s? I loved pizza bagels, like the pizza bites. Those were so hard to cook. Did you perfect that? I would, the bagel would always get so hard, or the bagel would be soft, but the cheese wouldn't be melted. Oh, yeah, you're right. And it's still frozen in the middle. Oh, do you remember those things you would put in the toaster that were pizza-y? Those were awesome because the grease inside would sometimes would get on the like pastry on the outside. No, and what it was were like these? the original Pizza Hut type of thing going you, on with the crust. You sound like Hot Pockets that you put in your toaster. Yeah, they were. F yeah, I used to have them in the mornings. Did you ever make the English muffin little pizzas? I know. I didn't like them. It was too soft. I'm not a big fan of English muffins anyway. The Eglamuffs. Eglamuffs? Yeah. You don't like the Eglamuffs? Not a big fan of Eglamuffs. Pizzerias. Pizza chips. They were a Keebler product. No. Man, they were delicious. I loved those things. I would eat a whole effing bag. Cheese pizza. Flip. It was just cheese? Cheese pizza flav. Uh, maybe they had different flavors. They were so red to be cheese flavored. Because they just go with the sauce. It's all paprika. Is it? Anytime something's pizza And flavored, oregano? That's usually what they throw on there, yeah. Mm, turning me on. This is my ASMR mukbang video. Well, one of my fetishes that I didn't want to bring up in our fetish show because I was embarrassed is uh, baby birding. I like when people chew food and spit it all over me. Not in your mouth? No. I mean, that is the actual baby bird, but I want it all over. Oh. Spread that mush. Anywhere in particular? All over. And then I want person to rub their body on top of it. Oh, no. They're asking a lot from that person. Really create a paste in between our skins. You're asking for them to, one, be okay with baby birding all over your body, and then also to get really dirty and smush that paste between you. I guess. But I don't think, I think that's fair. That's a fair thing. Look. If I'm going to be with someone, they have to like me for me. Oh. 
None of it's true. <laughs> oh, come on. Uh, someone out there is going to believe it. So don't pretend that it's not true. This is all a joke. It's all a juke. <laughs> it's all a juke. What? I didn't say juke. You said it's all a juke. I said joke. No. Wow. You anti-Semite. Stop right now. Go back and replay what I said. I'm going to wait. This is all a joke. 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 See? I said joke. And no, you're wrong. That was totally juke. Nope. Welcome to One Topic, where we stick to one topic. My name is Autumn Fisher. My name is Greg Russ. I was giving you room on him. It's your turn. I, I was waiting for you to do what you always do, which is to throw like it to this. you. And I'm Greg Russ. And this week, blah, 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 blah. That's what you always do. I'm even s- if it's my week. I'm sorry that I threw you a curveball. I didn't know if you liked me doing that. I, I didn't care. I, I was paying attention to it, though. You know, I was just giving you the room to jump in and say, it is my week. But this is what lack of communication does. You see? Yeah. And sometimes um, I do want to say it's my and I'll jump in, but then we talk over each other. So I was letting I was giving you the space. We it, both... This was a after you, no after you, no after you, no after you. At a stop sign, where you just like constantly waving someone, the next person to go until someone finally gets angry and flips you off and slams the gas <laughs> and flies through the stop sign. <laughs> and that, look, it was a very simple thing I could have brought up before the show, but I didn't do it. Hmm. It wasn't, we, there wasn't a place to bring it up. This is the only place to bring it up. So how would you like to proceed? Hmm? At this point? Mm-hmm. And my name is Greg Russ. It's my week. It's your week, Autumn. <laughs> it's your I turn. your validation. <laughs> it's your turn to pick a topic. Um, I wanted to, so normally I feel like, um, these topics are born out of something we've experienced in the week. Uh, however, this time it really was just on a list of ideas that I had. Um, and it's about camping. Do you remember when you were creating this list, why camping got on there? Was it just something you were thinking about, uh, when you're going through a bunch of ideas? I think so. Yeah. I mean, I do have, I have very limited experience camping, um, and that's because of my feelings about camping. Which so, are you? Which are not positive. <laughs> this was when you brought this up and you told me. I said, great, I hate camping. But yeah. then I was thinking about the beach episode and maybe many of the other episodes when I talk about I hate things. My experience with camping is minimal. It hasn't been very good. And these are the reasons. But uh, you, did you ever go camping? So... I didn't go camping with my family or anything. Um, the the most camp, the first sort of camping that I might have done was at sleepaway camp. Uh, I went to Camp Tacoa. It was rock climbing camp, and there were cabins. But then for one night of the year, it's a week long stay, and for one of the nights, you climb up this little mountain and you sleep up there. You know under the stars and your what was that called the your sack a sleeping and bag sleeping bag <laughs> my sleeping sack yeah my my chrysalis <laughs> and uh you went in a girl and you emerged a cynical <sighs> woman i i emerged a still a girl but made out with that kid 
at camp. Whoa. Yeah. Because that leads me to something else. We'll talk about that in a minute. Let's go back to the, that was my sort of first early experience of camping. I think I was very much an adult 22 before I camped like in a tent sleeping bag in a tent campfire stepping in an anthill stuff like that kind of garbage enjoy that you stepped in the anthill did they bite you they didn't bite me a friend of a friend of ours just stepped right in an anthill I sat in an anthill once Ooh. just in the neighborhood and they bit the hell out of me yeah it was all over like all over my body and I just remember sitting Ow. in the tub my mom threw me into the tub I don't know what good this is going to do. Were they like float? Were the ants like floating in the water? Well, I mean, there were still some on me, I guess, but I was the ice cream truck had come through the neighborhood. I got some ice cream and I sat down to enjoy my ice cream. Probably one of those ice creams, like the baseball mitt that had the very hard gumball that was no good to chew on it. Yeah. Those were, why why did those exist? Frozen gum. They still exist. Ellie gets the one that's the SpongeBob and it has like a weird gumball eyes i think on it yeah, break your and teeth. they always look horrible like they look great on the wall of choices and then when you get them they're like these horrifying like um who's that painter that does the like they, melting clocks they're, they're, yeah they're deformed because they do end up yeah. melting yeah they end up melting a bit and then they refreeze and there's no way you can match it exactly no but that was my experience with ants okay as an so, aside um i did i don't i don't want to camp I don't want to camp. Why? Why do you want to camp? People like being one with nature. You get away from the modern world. It challenges you if you do camping correctly. You got to set up your tent. You're building your shelter. You got to build the fire. You've got to get your food. I mean, it depends. There's obviously different levels of this too. People bring food. Maybe some people want to go foraging for food and they want to go fishing and they want to shoot a squirrel and skin it and make a little. No one's, no one's doing that. People are doing that. No one is shooting a squirrel and eating it at a campsite. Well, I bet somewhere. Unless it's like that's what they always do anyway. That's their thing. That's the family tradition. I feel like fishing is more on par with catching your dinner. But even then, you got to scale the thing. I guess it's not that difficult. People have that scaling knife thing. So, yeah, people get into that. I think that's, you know, the appeal to it. Living off the land, one with nature, being the animal that God intended me to be. But then, even then, people who are catching their dinner, I'm sure that that's just extra dinner. They're not just coming with no food. <laughs> then they go around and they forage berries and they bake pies. They have a survival guide book and they're like, is this going to kill me? I guess I hope I'm going to cross my fingers and hope this this berry looks a lot like this one. But this one says it's okay. I don't know. Well, if you're doing it correctly, you don't have the phone. So yes, you're using one of those survival books, which usually just had illustrations. So there's no way you can actually match for sure. You just, I think that's what this person drew. Mm -hmm. And then the one that's safe to eat looks exactly like it. It's blooming. It says it's blooming about now, but it's been a warm uh, fall. Oh, God. So I... You mentioned sleepaway camp, which I know you're in a cabin at that point, but even that as a kid, I've already said that I I don't really like camping. I've already said that, right? But I don't want to be negative. Let's just talk about this realistically. Okay. And with our opinions, it's still going to be opinionated, but I never wanted to go. I guess this is pointless because I didn't like sleeping over at anyone's house as a kid. I didn't either. I didn't want to stay at anyone's party. They had a sleepover party for the birthday. I always come up with an excuse to go home. Me too. 
Yeah, we're very similar. What were the reasons that you didn't want to to stay? I don't know. I think it was just, this isn't my bed. It's not mine. I want to wake up at home. I want to sleep when I want to go to sleep. And then these people are up and they're going to be loud. And I could not stand it. And it became like a thing that I was made fun of for. People my like, parents oh, made fun of me. Your parents? My fr- <laughs> your yes. Parents. My-, <laughs> my parents never at least made fun of me. The, the, the kids would. Like, oh, you invited Greg to the sleepover. He's not going to stay. You're damn right I'm not going to stay. No, my friends didn't make fun of me. They've made fun of me as an adult because I still sometimes don't want to stay over. Like, no, I just want to get home. I just want to get home. I don't want to have to do this journey in the morning. That's... The same thing at this point. If I am in the city I live in and so just stay the night. No, no. Why? Oh, no. I'm going to go home. And even when I go to other places like Atlanta, I just want to stay in the hotel. Yeah. That's my space away from my space. It's mine. I go in there. So I would avoid sleeping over. So sleepaway camp. God, yeah. no. Hell no. I had no interest in going away for several days at a time. I'm surprised I went to Jekyll Island in fifth grade. Uh, that was like a, a week long trip. And you had to stay in the 4-H center. Yep, we did that too. And I was, I, I ended up liking it, but I didn't like the first two nights. Was it a week? I feel I forget how many nights it was, but it was four at least. I feel. We did Washington D.C., and I know that that was like a week. Yeah, and that was another thing that we ended up doing. And then you go into the hotel room, and they put a piece of tape on the outside so they know if you left. Oh, they did. Yeah, because there was only a certain number of chaperones and a bunch of asinine middle schoolers you know what's weird is that i don't remember a lot of that trip i was in fifth grade why don't i remember that oh you went early i ended up going in eighth grade oh we were in um i think it was yeah i think it was our fifth grade field trip and then in middle school we went to jekyll island we did it reversed fifth grade was jekyll island oh okay so no we were in middle school anyway yet so far no uh washington dc i loved kim mazurik man Oh, yeah. I fell in love with her. I don't think she liked me. It's also when I broke my own nose because of the kid who told me that I had a Jew nose like previously, two weeks previous. And then we're on that bus ride up to Washington, D.C. And I just smashed my nose into the seat in front of me. (laughs) (laughs) You can laugh. Sure. What a sad, sad existence. Yeah. Some offhand comment that this person affects you so much. That you squish. It wasn't hurt. It wasn't. It wasn't. It didn't break your nose in front. You can't break your nose on something soft in front of you. It wasn't soft. It was a black. The back uh, plastic. Oh. I technically didn't break it then. It broke later when I put a a curling weight on it. It's still. I mean, the skin is never. It's just very thin there now. On the bridge of my nose. Yeah, you can stare at it. Take a look. look. Yeah. You see that? So. I'll shine a light through it. So because I didn't like spending the night anywhere, that immediately set camping up. Because the main thing is, like, yes, I wanted the comfort of my bed, waking up in a place that I knew. And you Mm -hmm. get a lot of that stuff up when you go camping. I have no desire to sleep on the ground in a sleeping bag with little protection. Yeah. And you, um, so when we were at Camp Tekoa, we were in those cabins. And you would just wake up full, like just covered in dew. You know, because you're basically outside and um, you heard the cicadas yelling back and forth at each other all night. <laughs> and you're in the middle of the woods. So it's so loud. It's all you're about, like in their neighborhood. It's all about perspective. Some people love that. The song of nature. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> bullfrogs. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I did not like that. Um, but loons. camping, the way <laughs> loons just crying out in the middle of the night. Ooh. No camping. So, the kind of camping where you're bringing all kinds of stuff, right? You're bringing, you're going to do the rustic thing, right? You're going to be sitting outside. Maybe you'll have a tent. Are you bringing a Dora log? No. Do people bring a Duralog? I'm just I'm just wondering if someone wants to cheat. If this this camping trip you're talking about is filled with cheaters, maybe they're bringing those like resin soaked uh, kindling sticks just to get it really going to get it started. Just use a lighter at that point. Then what are you fooling? You're fooling yourself. It's, it's no, you already... light the no, you light the kindling. Like it helps. I, I understand that, but you know that sounds like someone who's opposed to lighters i would never use a lighter to start my fire but then they got this soaked fuel soaked stick <laughs> gasoline it's like okay <laughs> look if you really want to do it use actual friction and get that thing going good luck so but not just that okay those are those are pretty small what i mean is like you know people who are they bringing frying pans yeah they're bringing pans they're bringing all Cooler. kinds of groceries Baked beans. See, that's too rustic. I'm saying there are people who bring, you know, like uh, uh, generators and um, air conditioners. And <laughs> okay, I see what you're saying now. Yeah, they're, they're really they're camping, but they're not really camping. They're just outside. Yes, but they've lost none of the creature comforts that they're used to. So, is except this- maybe they're like in a different bed but even their bed is probably like some sort of cot and not necessarily just like on the tent floor with your sleeping bag and i don't know why i am putting a judgment on that because if i'm gonna do any kind of camping it's gonna be that kind it's gonna be like bring all the all the amenities and at that point because i don't really want to camp you're lugging so much stuff and they may as well just stay home the idea of setting it up that is really unsettling to me yeah. Just get a cabin. Stay at a cabin at that point. I'm fine with a cabin. I'm okay with yeah. cabins too. I think a cabin could be very nice. And I do, I can appreciate getting away from technology. The phone's not working. There's not really a TV. And, and a lot of the times you go do this stuff because there's a beautiful landscape for you to view, right? And mm-hmm. you're on a mountain or you're near a lake and you want to look at this stuff. Uh, I did look up like the most popular camp camping spots in the uh, United States, which is Lake Mead, which I Lake Mead's the one outside of Vegas. Oh, Hoover Dam has made Lake Mead, which is draining. Why is that the Why is that the favorite camping spot? Yeah, I don't understand. I didn't see. The is it the weather why. that's like temperate or something? Maybe there's no risk of it raining, um, and it's kind of pretty out there, but it's desert. And then Death Valley is another one that people really enjoy. I don't. Okay, Death Valley's fine. Glacier National Park. I could get behind that. The, the, glac- okay. the glaciers are retreating. Uh, Oregon Pipe Cactus. I don't know what that one is. That's an Oregon Pipe Cactus National Monument. In Oregon somewhere. And then the, <laughs> we can only assume. Then the Great Smoky National Park. So that's pretty. Okay. The Smoky Mountains. So I don't want to camp. Well, these places, as far as... I'll my, drive through it. We'll stop at the Overlook. Yeah, I'm I'll stop. I'll, I'll spend hours out there. As long as yeah. I can get to a bed somewhere at night. That's that's where I want to end up, is in a shelter, where if a bear comes, 
I don't have to worry about, I could try to get in and maybe it could get in. Oh, we forgot to, you know, shimmy our food up in a tree so that the bear doesn't smell it and whatever. Yeah, you leave that food in your tent by accident. You're dead. Yeah, and the bear didn't even mean to kill you. You're sleeping and you don't even realize what's happening until it's too late. Until your guts are fucking unrolled and you're you're holding them. And then you're like, this is like saving Private Ryan. And then you die. You probably have thoughts like that right before you die. Especially if something reminds you of a movie. You're like, this is just like Independence Day. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, my God. Those aliens. Yeah. They're here and they're murdering me just like Independence Day. They say, like, um, conspiracy theorists say that movies like that come out so that people will have a reference when it really does happen. So they won't be as afraid. Okay. (laughs) Okay, anyway. Sure. Is that... (laughs) That's a, that's a real thing that somebody said. In yes. A movie like Independence Day is a reference. So when this actually does happen, people won't be as scared. Yeah, that that they that Hollywood, it, like there's some, you know, lizard people controlling Hollywood and they're making movies like that. Okay. So that so that human population will look up in the sky and see a craft coming through the clouds and say like, oh, yeah, like Independence Day. <laughs> Yeah, that would just make it scarier because Independence Day, they weren't nice aliens. No, but we would know how to do it. We infected their computer system with a virus. That's yeah, all it took. <laughs> that was the stupidest solution. Just like the You're going to take some thumb drive that like definitely works on an alien you know, operating system. <laughs> it worked. Yeah, it did. They underestimated us. They, thought they did. Those... those stupid humans look at them they don't have those strong exoskeletons like us Mm-mm. and they're they've got puny jet fighters yep the who do you have your smartest scientist is brent spiner well what was it uh malcolm from jurassic no park <laughs> malcolm from jurassic uh-huh. park jeff goldblum he was the one who had to fly up into space right didn't he work yeah he was with uh will smith <laughs> yeah welcome to earth Bitch. Is that what he said? No, he doesn't curse. Oh, I thought he I thought he cursed. He's clean. That seems very nineties for him to curse. No, he no. Will Smith doesn't curse. That would have been very cool. People used to throw bitch around nonstop in the I 90s. know, but he's Will Smith. He's clean. He's, he's family. Will Smith fell off the map. People don't like him anymore. I don't know when they turned on him. Oh, I like him. I still like him too, but at some point people they roll their eyes at Will Smith now. If he asked me to go camping, I might consider it because I feel like I would learn some weird deep thing about myself that I never knew. I, that because was... his wife would be there, Jada Pinkett, and then she would really talk to me. Like she has that talk show <laughs> okay. where she sits around with women at a table. I feel like we would really get into it. All right, it. you got us back on topic. Thank you. I was going to, as I was talking about sites where people go camping, Yosemite is a place I'd like to go visit for some reason, even though it's become very overcrowded. Yeah. A lot of these national parks have. Everyone's got the national parks passport now, and they're trying to hit everyone that they can get to. Yosemite's scary. Why? What scares you about it? That's the caldera. No. One? It's Yellowstone. Oh, I, I was going to bring up Yellowstone because I know that you would never go to Yellowstone. No, I will never, ever go there. You need. Never. You should go see it before it explodes. No. No, I, thanks. They've got plenty of ca- cabins to Look, go. Look, I've got this bomb. Look, you should come visit this bomb before it explodes. When's it going to go off? I don't know. But it's not going to just blow up. It's going to start leaking its magma all over the place. It is doing that already. It's okay because all the, of the boiling cauldrons of sulfur and people be, getting off the trail and then 
falling. Burning, chemical burn. Like, in the middle of the happening. night. That's their fault. They go wandering in the middle of the night and they're drunk. Of course it's their fault. I'm not saying it's not their fault. I'm saying it is a bomb. Capital B bomb. Well, I'm not going to go visit it. It's a little more than a bomb. It's like a super. I know what you're saying. Yes. It's it's just ticking until it's going to blow up. If we saw a bunch of animals doing that, we'd be like, what are those stupid animals doing going towards that light that kills them? What about those animals who live there? They're just living at Yellowstone. I think. Like, hey, I've got a great idea. I've got this bomb. I don't know when it's going to go off, but let's put a bunch of endangered animals there and keep them safe there. You real, okay, great idea. You realize if this goes off, you're screwed anyway. So much ash is going to go into the atmosphere. That's doom. It's just doom no, across the everywhere. board. No, not everywhere. Yes, it's going to co- cover the atmosphere. No, it's not. It's going to affect a huge part of the United States. It's probably going to like it. There's shoot gonna, that, you know. Um, there's going to be so much that gets into the air and the atmosphere and it lingers there. It's going to block out the sun for quite a while. It's not gonna well, be, you're making my point. I'm like, not interested in going. I'm saying you may as well go and die immediately and see this beautiful natural wonder, this whole area. It's gorgeous. And old faith. Here's what old faithful stop being faithful. And that's when you know this isn't good. Old faithful Ooh, goes. Do they off. say that? No, but I think that's probably some of them just stopped. Some of these geysers have gone extinct and they don't come back. Or others go dormant for decades and then suddenly they're sh- they're shooting out their scare me boiling water again. But that's kind of stuff I think is interesting to see. Obviously, there's a lot of geothermic crap happening underneath the land, and it's rising every year. They measure, and it's, it's, yeah, it's swelling a bit. But I think it's worth going to see, and this is, you know, I I just wouldn't camp there. I would go to one of the cabins. (laughs) I'm not trying to, I'm not, this is the reason I brought it up was camping, so I don't think we're too far off topic here, but I understand why people want to be in the middle of that. I can get it. I just would not. I just, I want to see it. Mm-hmm. But I don't want to stay there for any extended period. You're not opposed to being a part. You're not, you know, you're not glued to your technology and you have to have everything that you have around you at all times. It's just that you don't want to sleep outside. Yeah, that's all. That's really what it boils down to. Because I don't want to sleep outside and I don't want to be there in the morning. I don't blame you for that. Why don't you want to be there in the morning, though? Because, like you said, like you have to get up, it's weird. You don't know how to, you know, you want things that you can't get instantly like a coffee or something, which is not that big of a deal. But then you look around and you got to like pack up all the stuff you took out. It's a lot of work. You got to go poop in a hole. Oh, yeah. You have to go off in the woods. Mosquitoes. It's sometimes it's too cold. Sometimes it's too hot. That's why you have to pack. You have to prep. People like this. They like adjusting on the fly. Mm-hmm. They like testing themselves and their limits. The first time I went camping, well, first time I was supposed to go camping, I was in the Cub Scouts. I was too young to even be in the Boy Scouts at that point. One <laughs> what, of the, what age is that? I don't know. I don't even remember. I can't. I I couldn't tell you. I don't okay. know. I don't know when you transfer over to the to the Boy Scouts. Mm-hmm. I was in the Cub Scouts, and there was a camping trip. And I remember. It wasn't like I was being dragged on the trip, but I knew the next time we were meeting, we were supposed to go on this trip. And I probably could have just said to my parents, I didn't want to go. And that would have been the end of it. But I remember telling the scout leader, I was like, well, you know, I've got, I mean, if we go camping and I don't even know how I, how I made this connection because it makes zero sense now. But I said, I've got all these moles on my, my body and they shouldn't be exposed to the sun because I could get cancer. <laughs> and so I probably shouldn't go camping. <laughs> Camping. Wow. 
And I think <laughs> I have all these moles on my body. Oh, oh. Like I had this idea that I had to take my shirt off while I was camping and just yeah. sit out in the sun. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. So I, I got out of that, but not because of that. I think I just got the weirdest look in the world and they probably thought, what the hell? Like, whatever, you're, kid. You're one of those <laughs> weirdo care. kids. Uh, then the next time we were supposed to go camping, I, I went out with the people who were camping and someone was casting a fishing hook and it went into my cheek <gasps> and like stuck in my face. <sighs> and then the guy was still trying to cast it. So I was like, <laughs> it, it didn't go all the way through. So the barb on it didn't get stuck. You know, the, the fishing. Yeah. 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 So I was able, so it was to, just stuck in. It wasn't, it didn't come through the other side of your no, skin. No, it wasn't like that, but it was yeah. in there and Ugh. I went home. I was going to go home anyway. So that's something that soured me, even though I wasn't planning on staying. Mm-hmm. And then the next camping trip that I did was on some private property. We didn't know it was private property and it was near Lake Alatoona and we were in high school and someone had booze and we we're just getting really drunk and normal thing. I think music was blaring, but then someone came and screamed at us and they had a shotgun. <gasps> no way. Yeah. And then I think, someone I was dating at the time was there. And then like a week later she broke up with me and then went camping with her ex-boyfriend Oh man! close to the same spot. And then she loved camping. And then the last camping trip I ever did was an Ella J in Georgia. And, uh, I got fined for chopping a tree. I got fined for setting a trout line, which is cheap way of fishing. Which uh-huh. I guess you weren't supposed to do in the lake there. Do you know what that is? You just find a tree branch and you put a fishing line and a hook on it and you go to sleep. And the next morning you just go check them to see if you caught anything. Why is that illegal? I, I don't know. Do you have to have a fishing license? Yes, you probably needed to have a license too. But some places just outlaw that, I guess, hmm. because it's late. It's not sportsman. Yeah. Like. And then I drove my car off the mountainside. I was in my pickup truck, the Nissan pickup truck uh-huh. that I had at the time. And. Uh, driving to the campsite on the mountain, there was a gravel road, and I thought it was look. This is my fault, but I thought it was cool to fishtail. My friend oh John, God. my friend John was in the car, and was like going around the curve. I was like, "Watch this!" Fishtailed, went off the side of the mountain. Uh, Goo Goo Dolls' "Iris" was playing. It was around that time. City of Angels soundtrack. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't want the world to see me, because I don't think that they'd understand. How did, so you went off the side of the road? Uh, yeah. So the truck started rolling over and there was a, a drop. Pretty, I mean, we would have died, but a little tree, probably a foot in diameter, wow. stopped us. It stopped the car from rolling, stopped us from dying. How did you get off the road? Or how did you get off the side? A tow truck came up and then it's had to like pull the car out, scraped it against the side of the tree. So the whole thing was scraped up. And this was like a week after I got my license. <laughs> Oh my god. So that's what I equate with that camping trip. Also speaking of fishing hook, John somehow got a, a fishing hook through his knee, like a, through the skin. So the barb was there. And they yeah. Had, they had to, what do you have to do? Do you have to cut the the yeah. hook itself? Yeah, you had to cut it. But didn't have the tools to cut it at that time, so it had to stay in there for a little bit. Oh my god. So that's the experience of camping. Okay. Those that, are not good. That is why I have really no desire to go. I could see it being a romantic thing. Oh, I was gonna bring that up sex and camping i feel like that's just what you do right everybody who goes camping with someone ends up having sex with them i never had sex with anyone camping 
When you were with your girlfriend at the time, you guys didn't do anything? No, there were a lot of people around. Plus, we didn't have a tent. I was just sleeping in the front seat of my friend's car. Oh, that's not camping. Well, it was out near a lake with fires, and some people had tents, and there was booze. All right. It's weird, though, to be sleeping in a car. There is a higher chance of sex during camping. I read that most people, if they're just going to a hotel, won't have sex for some reason, but camping, they will. Yeah. Are you bored? I think it has something to do with, maybe it has something to do with like being close to nature or something. Um, Just letting out your animal instincts. How many times have you had sex camping? Well, I haven't gone camping really. I I mean, once, because I really was only camping once. But it seemed like that was what happened. Just like, and then I heard, then I found out that it's kind of a thing. That that's what happens when people go camping. (laughs) There's a joke about it on Loveline. He, um, uh, Adam Carolla says like, if he went camping with his grandma, he would have to have sex with his grandma because that's just what you do. And that maybe camping should be just called raping. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and then, you know, be like raping grounds instead of camping grounds. Yeah. So this sleepaway camp, that's not, you were too young for that. For sex oh, way then. too young. But I did make out with that boy. Oh, and it was so, I was so lame. Like, for some reason I was getting like, like lock jaw. It wouldn't lock close, but it wouldn't be able to open all the way. And especially laying like flat on the top of this mountain, I was getting that. And we were trying to kiss and I wouldn't be able to open my mouth. <laughs> it was a defense mechanism. Was he trying to shove the tongue in there? He was, we were both young. He, I don't think either of us knew what we were doing. I'm sure there was too much tongue happening, but it was so embarrassing. I couldn't open my mouth all the way. Like what a dorky thing to happen. You know what I mean? <laughs> Did you say anything about it? Yeah. I, t- I said, I was like, this weird, this is happening. I can't open my mouth. Yeah. Uh, I could open it like normal, blah, 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 but then just like, uh, I couldn't do that like extra wide. I don't know. And so I guess there is something that pulls. Oh, you know, I slept in a tent once at someone's wedding in Rhode Island because they had it on the property. Okay. And I was with my girlfriend at the time, but no sex. Oh, what? Just, it, doesn't, it would be it would be like you to to buck some sort of norm. It's not conducive to it, to me. I have no interest in that environment. I guess you know the hard the floor. Sun, the sun goes down. You can only stay up for so long, and either you're tired or you, you. It's like it's been dark for hours. Okay, it's only nine, but I guess it's been dark for a long time. Let's go and let's go to bed. And then it's still kind of early and you're laying next to someone and you're like, and then something happens or you stay up real late drinking and then you're drunk and then you end up doing that. Yeah, that's when I would pass out, I think. So what was your romp then? What was your camping romp? Um, It was on the back property of my boyfriend's uncle's uh, horse farm mm-hmm. with some friends. It's they smell- had a tent. We had a tent. Smell nice. Huh? It smell nice. On a well, horse I do farm. like the smell of manure. So yes. <laughs> do you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I do. Wow. Gotta, yeah. Got to get a new Yankee candle flavor out there for you. Yeah. Manure. Horse shit. <laughs> <laughs> Merry Christmas. I love it. It smells like that barn. <laughs> yeah. All right. So you're there and you had your yep. own tent. Um, and we stayed up. We were having, we had like drinks. We were talking and then uh, the boys peed out the fire and it was so gross. It smelled horrible. 
And that I like, liked the idea. I thought it was fun because I was thinking like if I had a penis, I sure would want to piss out a fire. That's the worst thing you it could do. It smelled so, so bad. That is the worst thing you can do. I was on a cruise ship once in the, the sauna where they have the charcoal grill or whatever <gasps> it is. And, uh, yeah. and I spit on it and it sizzled. I'm like, oh, wow, this would be cool if I peed on it. How old were you? I was with my friend Kent. We were in high school. This is just a couple weeks ago. And uh, my God, the thickest cloud of white smoke emerged and it stunk so bad. We're choking on it. Had it's to go so bad. Running out. And then a man was going in as we were coming out. Oh, man. He hated you kids. So you, so this, you know, this really got you going. The pissing out the fire. Yeah. I don't know why. But like I said, it was just something. I don't know. You're together. You're it's. How was it? Oh, not great. You because, know. Yeah, because the ground's hard and yeah. rocks are digging into your skin and your knees. and You're sleeping on the ground. And then um, in the middle of the night, we could hear something outside and it was the scariest thing. And we look out and there's this ghost white horse <laughs> just like hanging out eating the Doritos that we left out. Yeah. It was the scariest thing because you're looking out and then your eyes are adjusting and you can see this like I'm telling just this you see white the shape, it wasn't right? it, tur- it wasn't a horse I think it was a donkey. Okay. But still, and then we told the uncle he was like, "Yeah. That's that don-. like he knew the donkey, he knew who it was." <laughs> Man, when you can start to make out the shape of something. Yeah. And then you're was, already hearing it. It was so so scary. It's just not an environment most of us are used to, so uh, yeah, anything that happens that would be normal otherwise. A donkey coming up and eating some chips. That's yeah. Not, that's not really out of the ordinary. It's if it was expected. light out, you mean? Yeah, or if you're just used to being camping all the time. Oh, yeah. There's yeah. That, that thing again. Well, and, you know, I was really into the Blair Witch Project. It was real. Oh, my God. That was I saw it in the theater. I was scared to death. Did you go to that Terra theater? Yes. Yeah, so did I. What if we were there at the same time? That would be so neat. I was there with my first boyfriend. I was there with my first girlfriend. (gasps) What? Maybe maybe we went to the same screening. Who knows? The Blair Witch Project. Did it scare you so much? Uh, no. Oh, I was. I don't. I know. I don't really. I did not. I liked it, but I did not like it. It was too scary. Did you believe it was real? No, I knew it wasn't real, but it still was so well done. Yeah, it was the first of its kind. Well, mm-hmm. one of the first, especially to do it like that. So um, found footage type yeah. of film. It wasn't like it was cheaply made, and I don't mean it like that, but there were no like cheap like jump scares in it. No, that was the, they actually built real tension and suspense. Yes. Just and, oh, like oh, just the things like they're laying in their tent and they're scared and they hear those little voices, those little kid voices, and then the like little hands on the tent. I'm gonna die. It's so scary. Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. That is creepy, and that's like it's real enough where you can imagine yourself in that situation. <gasps> yeah. So that's probably ruined some camping for you. Yeah, maybe. Oh my god. It really, um, it really got to you, huh? Yeah, I'm scared right now. I don't like thinking about it. <laughs> I'm gonna watch. I've not seen it since. Yeah. Since I went to the theater that day. Maybe I should watch it again. It's good. I mean, what, at the end, there's just something with the corner and like. Yeah. Know. The ending is not. I mean, the ending just is. It's they're, just the end. They're dead. That's what happens, right? Yeah. I don't know. Somebody. There's like a mystical witch or I don't know. That. The, 
it's not a perfect movie, but the things in it are do, they just do such a good job of I don't know freaking me out. I know it was it was one way or the other, right? It was like people didn't like it because they're like, "What is this? So dumb!" And then other people were super freaked out. Then they made the Blair Witch too, which was like a real movie. Yeah, studio. Not film. interested in that. No, I wonder. I, I would be curious to see some stats on camping after that. I bet a lot of people wanted to go, and they would. I bet there were plenty of people who tied bundles of sticks together and left them at campsites to scare people. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to scare you. I got um, you. So, you know, earlier I was sort of making fun of people who bring a bunch of stuff to campsites, even though, like I said, I would probably, if I was going to camp, I would want someone to bring all the stuff. Cheez-Its. Um, bring a shitload of Cheez-Its. Cheez-Its. Beers. S'mores. Would you make s'mores? You know, S'mores are such a camping tradition, but I don't really want a s'more. It's messy. Mm -hmm. The chocolate's never really melted. And sticky and you can't wash your hands anywhere. Yeah. You use like a little bit of your water from your water bottle. (laughs) You put it in your hands. No, it's it's annoying. 1927 is when s'mores were invented by the Girl Scouts. Really? Yes. No one made a s'more before that? Well, I don't know. They claimed it. They're the ones who popularized it. Maybe they made yeah. it. Maybe they invented it. Maybe. Okay, good job, Girl Scouts. So for decades, yes, it's become a tradition. Um, so in... Oh, do- okay, finish your thought. Well, I was going to say, uh, what I respect more is someone... The thing that I would definitely not want to do is the straight up sleeping outside. Like just your sleeping bag, maybe a tent. You have like a kerosene lamp. You know, you have like one of those big backpack things like camping backpacks and you have stuff in that, but everything you have is I carry everything on my back. And then the people who do like the Appalachian trail. Yeah. The whole trail, which yes. is like, it's 2,180 miles. I had a friend from uh, Zoffieville who did it. How long did it take? I don't know. Three so months. Georgia to Maine. It stretches all the way up the seaboard. Yeah. <laughs> the Eastern seaboard. I mean, it's an insane thing and it's, you can be out there for a very long time. If and people do. go kind of nuts during it. It's like a marathon, you know, where it's like impossible. They don't like it. And then they only speak highly of it. Yeah, because <laughs> it, is, it is a real challenge. So when you do it and you finish it, there's a sense of accomplishment. Yeah. So there's this idea. Yeah, I did that. But no, I didn't like pissing and shitting my pants when I was running. I just <laughs> right. couldn't. I thought that you were going to say that that's what happens on the Appalachian well, Trail. marathons. I was like, I can't stop. I got to get my good time. You just let it go. Yeah, that's gross. So, um, so I, I do. When I was playing Red Dead Redemption 2, <laughs> which I would, I would go out and I'd leave the camp. I'd leave the gang and I would just go camping on my own and I'd find pretty spots in the game and I'd set up camp. I'd sleep. I'd wake up. I'd make coffee on the campfire and look out over a beautiful vista. And I enjoyed all of that. In theory... Like that's something I really want to do because I feel like I could get something out of it. It's just I don't want to be out there like that. But I guess, you know, depending on when you live, too. If you go back a few hundred years, yes, people had houses. But, you know, the comfort. Oh, maybe the difference between camping and being in your house isn't that great. No. So then maybe a, bit, a little bit more. I'm just uh, spoiled now. So we've talked a lot about why we don't like camping. Do you think you can get into a space where you 
not you would like camping, but you can understand why someone really loves camping. Yeah, just say, yeah, of course. I just, I've, I've been saying that I think a lot this show is that I can understand it. And maybe there's part of me that is jealous that I can't get into it. Hmm. And so I really rail against it like a child. I was like, I hate that you like it and I can see why you like it and I don't like it. Fuck you, idiot. <laughs> yeah, you're the stupid one, not me. Yeah. Um, you know, I would, I think it could be a nice experience. Go somewhere beautiful and spend one night though. Just one, I don't want multiple nights. But then it's like, why even make the trip if you're not if you're only going to stay one night, yeah. and bring all the 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 bullshit with you? So then you don't. Then that's why you don't make the trip. Do you? Yeah. I mean, you do you have any interest? Meaning, can you get in the mindset? And the same question you just asked me. I can pose I get it in the mindset? Um. No, because it doesn't make sense to me. It doesn't make sense to make your space as much like your home space as possible. You're talking about this over the top camping. Okay, not even over the top. As possible, as much as you can. You're trying to make yourself as comfortable. Well, some people don't do that. They go out there and they really want to rough it. Yeah, I don't I don't why? Uh, again, it's a challenge and it's I it's think it's the same you... reason like people like I think you know, I was being made fun of a little bit for making bread from scratch. It's like, go out and get a loaf of bread. It's not expensive. That's not what it's about, right? It's not what it's about. I like to do I like to do the steps. I like to be involved with it. I like to put the time into it. And so I think that it must be similar, right? It's like I want I want to um have everything I need with me. I need, I like to be able to adapt to situations. Oh, I didn't know a river was going to be here. How am I going to cross this river? Whatever. Like, I, okay. So I get that. <laughs> that was think, Oregon Trail. Yeah, it makes me think of, I was going to say Oregon Trail. <laughs> you know, there's a guide. To, I could wait two weeks for the guide the ferry, to take me across the river. <laughs> or you can just try to you know, ford across the river. Yep. Like, oh no, your oxen drowned. <laughs> yeah. It's deeper but than I thought. Got stung by, got bit by a snake. <laughs> so um yeah i okay fine <laughs> I was fine gonna, I was camping gonna, i was gonna try to convince you but i was like yeah, i don't think there's any because i because i'm not into it either so yeah. it's hard to convince but it, someone has an interest there's a lot of if i didn't have to do anything but show up i might go camping but i'm not gonna do any of the like I'm not going to keep a sleeping bag in my house for years just in case someone wants to go camping. <laughs> I keep all this just in case somebody wants to bring me in along. Invite me camping. I've got the whole kit and the whole crew, but that this is the thing. There are intricacies to it. There's minutia to it. Mm. And people like that kind of stuff and they can yeah. get into it and also uh you know you have your subaru yeah and you, you you're one with nature with that thing subaru's really millennials by the way largest group of campers which i think is a kind of a stupid stat because it's right in the wheelhouse of camping other generations are getting older or they're too young oh. to go camping 
Right. So it just, it's built in. Yeah. I think it is built in. I don't know if that's a comparison to other generations of the same age and there's just a uh-huh. higher percentage of people going. It's certainly happening. I know, like I said earlier, the national parks are becoming crazy because people, and, and then they go, all right, the millennials are going and I'm not going to rail against them because technically we're the millennial. I know, mm. that, I know that you hate that autumn. Even yeah, though, we're not. Even though we're really the Oregon Trail generation, lost generation. Xennial. Yes. But uh, one of the reasons they like uh, going is for photo ops. That that was something that was stated that I read. Photo ops yeah, for social gross. media. <laughs> I'm going to go camping just to get some photos. Yeah, look at me. I'm camping. And there's a lot of disrespect for these parks and the land. People leave them trashed. Not everyone. Really? Like a lot of people do respect it. I would... I would say the majority of people actually respect the lands. I was going to say, because I feel like a millennial would not be so cavalier about littering, but maybe it would be more like, well, someone else is going to clean this. Well, something was happening at Joshua tree and some bros went out and just like knocked trees over. Oh yeah. He did not care. Or like you see every, every once in a while, someone knocks over some, you know, um, weathered, beautiful art, uh, um, rock feature, you know, that, oh, that, yeah. um, yeah, like that looks really interesting and crazy because it's done by the weather and the earth winds and sand blasted for generations and thousands of years. And then some bros just like, I'm going to karate chop this tiny piece of rock. Yeah. I'm going to chisel piece off to keep it. I'm going to tag it also. Oh yeah. People, ugh, people who tag stuff like rock faces. Well, there are people who think that they're adding, I'm creating beautiful art. Like, no, you're ruining this thing. It took millions of years to create. What is the deal with the rock balancing that hippies do in wilderness areas? I, I don't know. Ask your dad. <laughs> Give him a call. <laughs> he, doesn't, he, doesn't, he doesn't have his pulse on the hippie. You're talking about the stacking the rocks? Huh? Are you talking about they stack rocks? Yeah, and they balance them. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what purpose that serves. Maybe it's just a fun game that people play. A reverse it's Jenga. It's only hippies that do it. It's only hippies? Yeah. It's like a hippie thing to do. Maybe it's some energy. Chakra. Yeah. Chakra. All right. So camping. Yay <laughs> is, or nay? Is, is that it? That you're summing this up? I, I did want to say the white dudes. Sorry. Average age of 35 for the most common campers too. Surprise. Surprise. That's who likes to do it. 35 white Right now, they have they're they're in a position in life where they have the means, yes. right, to buy all the BS that they that you need to have a decent time camping. And then they're you know under the delusion that it says something about their personality. Mm-hmm. It makes them a a man of the the wilderness. That's right. Yeah, I my my nine to five is nothing like this. I stare at a spreadsheet all day, and here I am. Starting a fire with my resin-soaked sticks Cheating. and my and I've my, got my Dura flame log. I've got my RV. It's an, I, I've, yeah, I I've thinking, got my $200,000 RV. I was thinking about this with your dad when he was, uh, you know, he played Santa. And he had yeah. the real beard and then the fake beard Santas. And there was real animosity between the two, especially the real beard Santas. Hated the fake beard, right? Well, I mean, fake beard Santas aren't real Santas. No, I agree with that. Mm-hmm. I can understand this. It's very valid. Uh, I was thinking, though, that with camping, there's probably the same thing. The people who go camping oh. in an RV. Yeah. The real campers. 
But I'm telling you, that's the way I'd go camping. Not even. You ever drive an RV? I would listen. Unwieldy beast. Part of my old lady ideas is to like take a vacation and drive an RV around. Okay. Good luck. I know. But then sometimes, but then the reality of that is like you're sleeping in Walmart parking lots. And you're not, you know what I mean? It's not like this beautiful thing constantly. You're like stopping on the side of a mountain and waking up to like the birds and it's beautiful sunrise over a mountain. No, you're like, you're, you're next to some rednecks in an RV park. (laughs) Yeah. And they're unloading their waste from their toilet. Yeah. Shitter's full. And you can only get so far off the beaten path with those things. That's true. So if you really want to get out to spots. All right, you changed my mind. I don't want to do that anymore. Well, it's mainly driving the thing. Big vehicles. No one wants to drive big vehicles. Well, they're not very aerodynamic. Well, if you want to go, if you want to try camping, I'll go with you. No, thanks. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Wow. I don't want to try camping. Remember that beach episode where I said, okay. I'll give it That's a different. Guess. We both, we, we disagreed on the beach. That's this true. is, we agree. I know, but I was just trying to expand your horizons. Eh. That's the name of my RV. Does it have swoops and swishes all over it? Of course. They all have swoops and swishes. Teal. Oh, and, no. I like the beige ones. The sea, different color beige swoops and swishes. Sea foam. <laughs> what's, it, what's it called again? Expand your horizons? Yes. Okay. There's the Expand Your Horizons cruising around the continental United States looking for meaning in nature. Fine. Get, getting a spoon in every state. I wasted my life living the life that society said I should live. I had a job and a house and some dogs and kids. What the hell did I do? What happened? Give me that RV. <laughs> that's, you know, that's what I'm going to avoid. I'm going to live a life that doesn't require me to get in an RV at the end of it. Okay. That's, that's my goal. <laughs> Hey, you know what? My life is good. I don't need the RV. Okay. So there. That's if your what, life's bad, you get the RV. That's the conclusion. <laughs> that's okay. my conclusion. Very judgmental way to wrap <laughs> up this show. On that note. Thanks for listening to One Topic. Tell us why we're wrong on our <laughs> Facebook page or Twitter. Um, <laughs> that's, how we, that's how we get engagement these days. We say things that we just want you to disagree with so you can come yell at us. That's the only reason why we chose this. Um yeah, find us online everywhere uh, at One Topic. You can like and subscribe and rate and review us on iTunes. And if we're if you can't find us on any of your uh, I nope on your podcast catcher programs, let us know so that we can add ourselves to it. And thanks. Bye bye. Bye bye. Greg. Hey, Autumn. Do you like hot sauce? You know, I do like hot sauce, but I'm getting pretty bored of my regular Texas Peter Tabasco. I'm looking for a local sauce without Mm. any additives or extracts, a company that uses local peppers so it's as fresh as possible, and a company that really cares about the integrity of the sauce and where their ingredients come from. Definitely. And hey, while we're at it, I don't want a sauce with too many ingredients. Mm -mm. You know, a lot of other sauces out there, they have all kinds of fillers. So I'd love to find a sauce with, I don't know, what? Let's say no more than five ingredients. 
I mean, it's crazy, but there's gotta be a company out there that hand processes their sauce. You know, bottling and labeling every bottle themselves. I'm probably asking a lot. Well, you really are, but there is a hot sauce out there who only uses five ingredients, what? zero fillers, huh? additives, or extracts, and who bottles, labels, and packages everything themselves. It's called Hop Sauce. What? They're a small batch hot sauce company out of Chattanooga, Tennessee, that's won best Louisiana style sauce in the country. How many times? Not once, not twice, three times. Three times! How does that sound, Greg? I think that sounds amazing. You know how you can get your own bottle of no, hot sauce? No, no, tell me please now. Hoffandpepper.com. And not only am I giving you the gift of the best hot sauce that you'll ever taste, I'm gonna give you 15% off if you use the code one topic 15 Hold on, that's... Yes, get a pen and paper. One topic 15. Good, that's O-N-E-T-O-P-I-C-1-5. All squished together at checkout. You'll get 15% off your order and your life will be better. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs>